Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Let's talk uh, resource management. I know it sounds kind of boring, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. So stick around. Be back after this. All right. Resource management. I... You know, they always say that, like, role-playing games or D&D is a game of resource management. Yes, I will agree that is that's not the only thing it is, but it is, it is a good chunk of it. And let me tell you, as a gamer, I hate doing it. I hate having to keep track of every arrow I have, how much rations I have, how much, you know, things I have. Uh, it's just kind of pain. You know, so there's a ways of doing it. Um, some role-playing games do the slots type of type of uh, equipment, the resource management. You know, like for instance, um, in index card RPG, you have ten slots that you have on hand and ten slots that you have in your backpack, and that's all you can carry. Okay, because in com- a lot of worlds, not mine, but well. Not mostly not mine, but uh, encumbrance is a big thing. And to me, encumbrance is just, you question it when they want to carry, you know, when when they've been, okay, you've been putting practically three quarters of the dungeon into your pack, backpacks or something. You know, then you got to start kind of, hmm, you know, that getting pretty heavy type of thing. You know, then then you have the the bad things like you have to leave some behind, or your movement is cut in half, etc., 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 etc. So that's something to that's thing that that's a that's a thing, and you know, resource management to wear down a party's resources is one of the one of the things that the adventure does, and it's supposed to do. You know that it's it's almost like going along with people griping about long rests in the current edition of D&D or Pathfinder or something. You know, there are too many long rests. You know, don't don't give them a chance. Okay, fine. Well, you know, they're going to take as much as they need to, they, they think they're going to need to take on this trip and probably no more. If they're smart about it, they'll pick up stuff on the way. In other words, I... I like the idea of, I, I watch uh, this one YouTube video series, Townsend's, because they do, they do reenactments and it talks about life in the 18th century and talks about soldiers and long hunters and people who go out in the wilderness. And sometimes they run out of resources, they run out of food, they got to go hunt their own. And there is nothing wrong with a party doing that. Nobody ever thinks about that. You know, getting your resources on the way. I mean, I watch these bushcraft videos where you can fashion a lot of stuff in the wilderness. I mean, to me, the wilderness is nothing but raw material if you know how to use them. And, you know, that's not the kind of thing you can role play. You know, usually it's down to a die roll if you have the skill or stat or whatever, you know, that you can do it with. But it's something to think about. 
you know, oh gosh, we're, we're, we're running out of food. Okay, I guess I better go hunt up a, a rabbit or something or, a, you know, maybe there's deer out there. Who knows? And, you know, our other things, foraging. I mean, you know, nuts and berries. They'll get you by. You know what to look for. And so that's, that's, a, that's a resource that you have to think about. Now, resource man- back to resource management. Okay. Like I said, I hate doing it. But I hate it as a GM. I hate it as a player. As a GM, uh, I've seen things like there's a wheel that my friend Matt uses that shows you, you know, how long before they need to rest, how long before they've eaten, how long their torches are going to burn, in how many rounds. And that's a nice thing. But to me, I don't know. I don't, the reason, one of the reasons why I don't like keeping track of it as a GM, because to me, rounds are kind of nebulous. It's kind of, you know, you can stretch them, you can compress them. And I, I just, uh, okay, this torches last for six rounds. Um, I guess it's been six rounds. You need another torch. Okay, fine. I mean, you could guesstimate it. You can estimate it, like say, you know, you could come, in, come up with a house rule like, okay, every three encounters, they're going to need to light another torch because it's burned out. Or something like that, or every so many rooms in a dungeon, or and you know, how many how many kilometers or miles they've gone, if it's real dark. So, you know, it's that kind of thing. But that, as a GM, I would do as a player. Now, this this would go with GMs or players. Um, here's something to think about: the six twelve twenty rule. Okay. There are certain equi- certain equipment that com- you know comestibles or you know resources you're going to use up that can that can rely on or rather align with a die. There are certain things for okay rations, torches, material components. Use a d6. Just roll at the beginning of your. You know, when you when you need the resources and you, you know, your roll is, okay, I've got four days of rations, uh, two, two, to, okay, let's say five torches and material components, three sets of material components for my spells, okay? Doesn't matter what the material components are. I mean, I know there's spells that need fancy hoo-ha expensive ones, but those are the exception. Those are the ones they go hunting in the town for. Okay, and usually those are one shots, maybe two. I mean, if you're good, if you have a spell that you have to grind up a diamond every time you cast it, yeah, you're not going to be throwing very many of those spells. Okay, there's other stuff. Ammo and tinder can be a D12. Um, tinder for for fires, if you happen to have some, you can always. This is one of the things where you can always scrounge for it if you're outside, but in the dungeon, you need to carry some. Along with along with uh, you know regular log a few logs cut up logs or something, but ammo's like I'm thinking arrows. I'm thinking bolts for a crossbow. Those kind of things, you know those those things that are that are not easily replaceable unless you're in a place where they you can buy them or make them yourself. I mean, you know, there's always there's always some kind of skill for that. Okay, and twenty is stuff that you know. You can, tr- you can find, you know, anywhere. Like, 
you got a sling. Roll a d20. Um, 15. 50, you got 15 rocks. Something else you can scrounge for, by the way. Uh, charges for your magic item. I give it a d20. No problem with that. I mean, they can always roll really bad. And one of the nice things about this is you can actually adjust it. Say you want to, to do the rations on a D12 because they're going on a long trip. Or you want to take the charges and roll on a D12 or a D6 instead because they find a magic item which doesn't have very many charges in it. And they don't know that. You do. But they don't know. I'm pretty generous and tell them how many charges because usually if it's a piddling amount of charges, who cares? You know, you got two charges in this wand of fireballs. You better use them wisely. So there's that. There's also the percentage way of doing it. So like I said, those are those are those are malleable. Percentage ways of doing it. Um, say you assign it a certain percentage, and it you can set a percentage of the total amount of resources they have, or they can they can set it. And the way I ran it, I did this one time. Uh, for a certain for a certain asset they had they had a they had a flying ship this was this was in hyperborea they had a flying ship and it was powered by these uh diamonds ra radiate with radiation on them they had this these radiated uh, rocks and they only had so many and I gave them a full tank when they first did that but every time they use it every session I would have them roll a percentage first thing I did was First time they use the roll percentage, they roll percentage uh, seventy-two percent. Okay, that's how much that's how much fuel you have left. Every time they rolled it after that, if they rolled se over seventy-two, they would they would you know I would say okay, you guys have used a negligible amount. Don't worry about it. If they rolled under, that's the new percentage they have of fuel left. I don't see why you can't adapt it to re other resources like torches, rations, hell, the, the whole, the whole package of those kind of resources, the comestibles, the the ones you use up. So I don't see a problem doing it that way. And every session, at the beginning of the session, if they're out on an adventure, this this pertains to when they're out on an adventure too. I usually that's usually when I do it anyway. Anyway, those are a couple of ideas to do with resource management from the GM and the player's perspective. So I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar.gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Spotify for podcasters. All right. Um, we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you. And if you want to do a single donation, there's my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognards. People have yet to use that. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Soares, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you very much. For other good podcasters, Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Key Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Larges The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs>